0: Today's episode is all about a premium service that not enough people are tapping into, and that is conversion copywriting. And I have a special guest who has really like created this multi 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 six figure business and now she teaches conversion copywriters but even if you're like i am not a conversion copywriter stick with me because we talk about a lot of good pricing strategies how to handle clients there's a lot of amazing tips you can take away from this even if you don't think you want to become a copywriter so with that being said let's jump on in Hey, 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 SurfScaleStore. I am so excited because today I have my good friend Anna on here and we are talking all about conversion copywriting. And so if you've ever wondered what's a high premium skill that you can learn, and maybe you don't want to go the ads route or the funnel building route or a different OBM or something like that, this could be something that's really fit for you. So I'm super excited to dive into this topic Anna, tell us who you are as a person and then about your business.
1: Oh my gosh, Brandy, I am so excited that we could get our schedules together (laughs) to have this time together. So I'm Anna Powers. Well, I guess first and foremost, I am a person of faith. That's really integral to my business. I've always tried to run my business in a way that Is serving a bigger purpose than just making money. While making money is very important, (laughs) and I want to make a lot of it, and I want all of our clients to make a lot of it, I'm really passionate about running a business in a way where we're making a lot of money, but we're also doing something that feels really meaningful. Background wise, I practiced law for eight and a half years, and that probably plays into how I run the business because I felt like while I was making decent money in that career, I didn't always feel fulfilled, you know, and I would get handed a client list and be like, "Mm, some of these clients I'm happy to defend, and some of them I would prefer not to, but (laughs) here we are. And it's my ethical duty, you know, to do the best of my ability. So I really love being, you know, running your own business. You get to, choose to back projects and business owners that you believe in their mission and their values. So business wise, I am a conversion copywriter and I run a copywriting certification. So basically, we train and certify other people how to create six figure businesses through the skill of conversion copywriting.
0: I love this. Okay, so Angie's a wife, and she lives in Mississippi, (laughs) and there's so much I love about Anna and so much she did not share with us, but she's one of the most amazing people I've met, so generous, and I'm so excited to have you on the show today. So let's chat about what exactly is a conversion copywriter in your definition?
1: Yeah, so... I always use the definition of copy as words that sell and conversion copy specifically as words that sell. So a conversion copywriter is someone who writes words that sell. And the cool thing about having that skill is that if you think about it, all businesses use lots of copy. Your website is copy. Your emails are copy. Your social media captions are copy. If you have a freebie, there's copy on that landing page that's going to make a big difference as to how many people opt in and give you their name and email. It's sort of never ending. And for those of us who run successful businesses, you know, you learn pretty quickly wow, it's not one and done. (laughs) You know, there are definitely things that you can rinse and repeat. And that's part of what makes copywriters so valuable is that, let's say, if someone hires you to write launch copy, they're going to use that launch copy for more than one launch. Like they're going to reuse it multiple times. But on the other hand, anytime you have a new offer, you need a new copy. Anytime you're doing a new promotion or a new upsell or downsell, you need copy. So conversion copywriters are the people who actually do the execution of that and let you as a business owner spread your message,
0: ok. So I know, and this kind of sounds like you're lumping. A lot of different copywriters into one. And maybe I just heard that wrong. And I know this is different. Like I've heard this discussion, I've asked different copywriters, I always get different answers. So when you say conversion copywriter, I know that some people are like, these are the people who write like the sales emails, the launch funnels, that type of stuff. These are not people who are doing website copy or weekly emails or social media post. And so tell me, where do you differentiate between c- conversion copy and copywriters? Or do you say, you know, as a copywriter, you're all writing conversion copy?
1: I love this question so much. So the way that I differentiate it is copywriting versus content writing. So I believe that you can write content through a conversion copy perspective. And in fact, I believe that you should even write content through a conversion copy perspective. But if you're looking on Upwork or Fiverr or somewhere like that to hire someone for social media posts, or let's say just your weekly newsletter, they're probably going to bill themselves as a content writer, or just like you said, a copywriter and not put in the element of conversion. And they're probably not going to understand conversion copy. And that's why you see people offering those kinds of services are generally lower rates because it's more of a commodity. So a lot of people look at their content and they're not really being thoughtful to craft it into conversion copy. They're just like, "Oh, I did this live. I just need someone to, you know, get the transcript and put it into an email and send it out to my list." And that's fine. I mean, that's better than nothing, but that's not going to get you the best long-term results in your business copy, we're actually giving people calls to action. We're training people to take action. So direct response copywriting in particular, you know, we're training people to take action when we have something written in front of them. So I do look at my weekly emails as conversion copywriting, because even if it's just a value add email, so I'm just teaching a concept, there's going to be a PS hit reply and let me know which of these tips resonated most. Well, that Is conversion copy. And yes, I'm not selling something right there in that email, but I am going to sell something at some point. So what we're doing is getting our list used to the fact that, hey, when Anna sends out an email... I'm going to need to take an action and it's going to get me a good result. If they respond to that email and tell me what their thing is, you know, that that they found valuable, I will respond back, you know, and we'll get a dialogue started. So there's a reward for them for taking that action. And that's what we're doing as conversion copywriters is we're building a relationship that can then move people from one place into a more helpful place where they're going to be more likely to get the results that they want.
0: Perfect. I love this. And just know we talk about this a lot. Like when people are asking for copywriters, and we talk about this across all services, like people may say, I'm looking for a VA to run Facebook ads. And mm-hmm. Facebook ad managers are like, This isn't me. Like I'm not a VA, but like people don't know what to call you. Like that's just what it is. So maybe you see someone say, like a copywriter. And they may be looking for a conversion copywriter, or they just don't know the difference. And so I think that that's really important is by looking at what they're actually looking for, you can decide if they're looking for content writing or conversion writing. And so and I'm guessing that people who are conversion copywriters or reference themselves as conversion writing conversion copy, they're probably getting paid more than content writers. 100%
1: 100 percent from what I have seen and experienced in my you know eight years in online business. Generally, even the best content writers might cap out around, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred a month versus a conversion copywriter might start their minimum package, minimum at 5K, might have their minimum package at 10K. And generally you are correct, Brandy, in you know, where we started the conversation where the place where people are most likely to hire conversion copywriters, at least in the online space, is going to be your launch emails and your sales page. Because those are the things that you know, like this is a specific promotion that we're creating to make a certain amount of revenue. And the great thing for copywriters is that... Well, it's great for copywriters and clients. So on the copywriter side, you can charge a premium. Because if you think about, okay, I'm going to charge $10,000 to write this sales page. But the program that it's selling is three thousand dollars. So the client only has to sell. Like, will having this professionally copywritten sales page help them sell three point? You know, three more of this offer. And if it will, then that's a no brainer. So if you're working with a business owner who's used to having hundred thousand dollar launches. Absolutely. Having a professionally copywritten sales page that understands the psychological buying triggers and how to shift beliefs of a customer to allow them to step into the offer, that's going to get them more than three or four sales. Example, one of the first launches I wrote for in 2017, because I started copywriting right around the end of 2016. I was in another niche for a few years when I started my business. But I charged her such a low rate. I charged her thirty two hundred for like everything in the launch. I mean, we're talking. I wrote her Facebook ads, landing pages, emails, wholesale page, all of it. She made between fifty and sixty k for that launch. It was the first time she launched that offer, I believe. And then she went on to relaunch it with the same copy. I was on her list for years. I would see it come out a few times every year and grew that business to seven figures with that as her flagship offer or one of her flagship offers. So it's like that $3,200 investment, she made the money back immediately with her 50 to 60K launch. And then beyond that, she used it again and again and again. And she would tweak little things, but that was like a no-brainer investment. So when you sell copy to business owners who have, you know, mid to high price programs, it's pretty easy to justify a premium rate. So that's great and then it's also great for the business owner because you can quickly see did this writer give me a return on my investment? For example, we hired one of our certified copywriters that I saw really just showing up so strong on calls and just coming with great energy. So it's like we could use some extra support So we just wanted to do a little internal campaign, hired her to write four emails, paid her a flat amount. She wrote the emails. I was completely hands off. We sent them out to our list over a week and we made four times what we paid her. That's a no brainer. That is a no brainer for me. So then we hired her for a much bigger contract. So it's a great industry where you can demonstrate your worth and you're not just having to tell someone, "Oh, I'm so I'm so valuable, my skills are so valuable." Like, you can literally write them emails, they can send them and they can see how valuable your work is.
0: And I think one of the things that us as service providers have to get better at is especially as women, I think a lot of times we don't want to uh, be more blunt in a way, and I think that sometimes especially with things like, you know, conversion copywriting is telling people because people are especially in the online space, local businesses are different because they're like, they're looking at long-term when yeah. it comes to business. Online businesses are looking at like this month. And it's a very different dynamic because local businesses are used to investing, 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 investing until seeing a return. Where in the online space is this magical thing where you can invest and see a return instantly in a lot of cases. And so- Online business owners are very stuck in the now and not forward thinking. So sometimes our job as a service provider is to show them that it's not just this one launch. It's not just this one email. It's like, how is this going to compound effect? And I just had this conversation with my ad managers and I was like, I forgot who said it, Dean something. And he talked about 50% of all your buyers. Graciosi? No, it's not him. Okay. (laughs) He's a big direct response marketer. And he's like an old dude. (laughs) And so he was talking about the stats and it's 50% of everyone who comes into your world will never purchase. Mm. And then of those 50% that will purchase, 20% will purchase in the next 90 days. So that's a very small percent are going to be those fast action takers. So those are the people that when you send out those emails, they're going to purchase right then and there. But what Anna didn't see right in there is the people who read it who were nurtured, and now they know when she offers this again, they're going to be in that 80% who are going to purchase, or 70%, who are going to purchase in 90 days to two years. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy that like we have to look at this as long-term, no matter if it's conversion copywriting. And like you said, your client's been using the same copy pretty much, same sales page, years and years and years. We've used the same copy for... Serve scale store and conversions for clients. As long as we've had it, conversions for clients is a million dollar program. Wrote copy once, wrote the emails once, and it still serves us. But a lot of people aren't thinking about that when they're looking to hire you. They're thinking about what is this ROI going to be on this month or this launch? And I think it's our job to say, like, this is a $10,000 investment that's going to serve you for the next, like, as long as you're offering this program. Yes. This is your foundational.
1: Yeah, it it's so true. And it's so important to see your business that way as well. I mean, you and I both have seen this, I'm sure in our own programs and know colleagues and friends who've seen this. We see that all the time. Like People need to go through two launches, three launches. I mean, just today before I hopped on here, I was reading an email that someone sent in like, hey, Anna, I'm so looking forward to being accepted into your next cohort. I mean, I get a couple of those messages a week. Like, I can't wait to take your next cohort of the certification. We're just in month one of the current cohort. (laughs) You know, we're launching again in 2023, but people are already planning for it. Just yesterday, I had someone, I'm so determined to get in the next time you open this. And that's really important because I get that. You know, some people are. I personally am more of a fast action taker. Like what is that Ariana Grande song? I, see I have it. no idea. I see <laughs> it. I want it. Like my hair. Two things, just bought it. (laughs) But, you know, I'm more of a like, I see it, I want it, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it pretty fast. I'm a super high quick start on what's that one, the Colby. Yep. But there are a lot of people who are really high fact finders and they really need to see you show up for more than one launch to believe and feel that it's safe and that it's authentic and that it really, like, you're a legit business owner and not just going to like show up and grab a bunch of money and then disappear. Because unfortunately, you know, there are people who do that online. And so the more you're willing to look at your business from a long-term perspective and as you said Brandy be bold to share with your clients, hey, like let's make sure you're thinking this through. This is not just for one launch. And I tell people that. Like don't hire me if you just want to use this one time. Like that's a waste. <laughs> I'm too expensive for that. You should hire me when you have something that is your keystone offer and you're going to launch it again and again and again.
0: And I think that's one of those qualities. I talk about this a lot, looking for certain qualities in clients and not taking everyone on. And that's one of the yeah. qualities I think that's really important is that it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it doesn't tend to work out if you are working with clients that have like shiny object syndrome really bad. I think in a way we all do online and there's no wonder. But <laughs> I think that, you know, we've been running the same webinar for Serve for three years like it's been updated. So I look like I don't look three years younger, or <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. But like we update it, but like, it's the same stinking webinar. And I've been running it for three years. And there's a lot of people out there who they think just because they do something once they need to change it the next time and change it and change it and change it. We've been using the same emails for three years. Like, find people who are willing to, they're not going to be the ones who are jumping ship and changing because those people are going to be the ones that balk at $10,000 package. Mm -hmm. People who are looking at their business and long-term that 10,000, they're going to see the value in that package. They're going to know that this is long game, not short game. And just because someone says like, oh, that's too expensive because there will be people who say that, that doesn't mean you lower your price. It just means that you have to find a different
1: quality of a client. So good. And I want to give a, a real life example that I trust will encourage <laughs> those who are listening. You know, we just went through a launch in July, August, and we wanted to redesign our sales page because last last year it was a good page, but I knew like it's time to up level. We had done a rebrand. So we got some quotes. You know, most people are coming in around, you know, 2,000, two thousand and twenty five hundred. We ended up going with a designer whose quote was three times the other quote. However, the quality of work was so far superior. And that's not to knock, I mean, you know, the lower quote was fine, but the quality of work, I just knew like, okay, this is our flagship program. And so, you know, I actually talked about it with my team. And it was a person on my team who asked, because anytime we're making a big investment, like I love to loop in our key leaders. And a person on, on the team actually asked, you know, will, will we be able to use this again? I was like, a hundred percent. You know, we're gonna be able to use this, you know, twice a year every time we launch for the next, you know, five years at least. And so that made it just a no-brainer. That perspective, it's like, oh, so I happily paid three times what I could have paid and to get a decently designed page, but to get the best. And there are other clients like me who value their businesses and their mission. And frankly, their clients enough that they want the best. They want the highest quality. Not everyone is a price shopper. Some people are going for, let me get the best that I can get. Because that's the kind of business that we run. And we want everything in the business to reflect that.
0: Yeah, I love that. So I know some people are going to be like, well... What do I need to know in order to be a conversion copywriter? Like, is this even right for me? Like, how do I know? So, what are some qualities that you see that make great conversion copywriters?
1: Oh, I love this. Okay, I hadn't thought this question through beforehand, but I like being on the spot. And I didn't so, send
0: Anna any questions. I was like, Steph, we're friends. Like, don't send yeah, her questions. It'll be super casual.
1: <laughs> I'm very conversational, so this is perfect. And you know, I used to be a lawyer, so we take depositions. So I feel like I'm on the I'm on the other end now. <laughs>
0: And I went like, to law school. So there we go. Right, that's right.
1: Hey, Matt, qualities of someone who has the potential to be a great conversion copywriter. One is someone who's genuinely interested in other people, someone who's like fascinated by what makes people tick, what makes people do the things that they do. So, two, we have two separate modules in our certification program. One of which is completely focused on psychological buying triggers, and the other of which is completely focused on ethical belief shifting. So how to take a viewpoint that someone maybe has held for decades and open up a new perspective for them that might be a more helpful perspective. So those are two psychological elements that if you want to be a great conversion copywriter, you have to be willing to study What makes people tick? What makes them make the decisions that they make? How can we help influence that? But in a way that is, I always say like, be a marketer, not a manipulator, because there is a line and you have to be really careful with, okay, I'm going to present them with the new perspective, but I'm not going to trick them into espousing the new perspective. So first thing is a genuine interest in people. The next, I will say, I think someone who is willing to work diligently. So if you're like, you know, I only want to work five hours a week, that is awesome. Like you do, you boo, but copywriting is probably not going to be the place for you. You're going to need to hire somebody for my certification because you're going to need more than five hours a week to get copy done. So we have, for example, if I'm writing a sales page, a minimum Of 20 hours is going to go into just the first draft. We have a whole gain copy research blueprint that we give our certifying copywriters where we take them through a research process of interviewing their client, interviewing their clients' clients. We do multiple interviews of your clients' clients. We analyze all those and find the common threads. So I would also say someone who really likes putting puzzles together. So that was one of my favorite parts of my legal work was like, oh my gosh, there's all this case law. How can I follow what it says, but put it together in a way that is most beneficial for my client? And that was like a really fun game. So that's a lot of what you're doing in copywriting as well, is you're taking all these different pieces of what are these clients' pain points? What do they really desire? What, how specifically does your program help them do that? And you're making this beautiful argument to persuade someone as to why this thing is going to change their world. And then the last thing I would say is really being reliable and conscientious. So, one of the most important things you need to have as a copywriter is a dedication to your craft and the quality of your work and the ability to honor, like, it's basically integrity at its core. But, like, when you say you're going to turn in a draft, you turn in that draft. And I think a lot of people underestimate what it will take. And so then they're struggling to hit deadlines. And then sometimes people freeze and they, you know, they can ghost people. Or I mean, I don't know of any of our writers doing that because I would be livid and we would certainly have a sit down talking to. But I know part of the reason I started the certification is because it can be really hard to find quality writers who are also conscientious and honor deadlines. So when you're willing to dedicate your time and energy to learning the craft and like digging into the psychology and and practicing, and you're a person who hits deadlines and communicates clearly, you're already in the top 2%. I mean, it is so easy to build a financially successful career as a copywriter if you will just get decent at the skill and be a person of your word.
0: I love that. And I think that the great thing about copywriting is like ads, it's a skill that can be learned. Mm -hmm. Like anyone can learn it. And it's not about the skill you have right now. It's about the Mm -hmm. qualities that you have as a person that reflect that. So I love that you brought that up. Okay, so tell me with your copywriters that you see... Like a brand new copywriter coming out, how much are they charging? And then after they've been doing it for a while, what are the typical averages that people are charging?
1: Yeah. So we like them to start at $2,000 per package. For some of our people who are like brand new to business and maybe they've only ever made $3,000 a month in their whole lives, you know, we'll go to, okay, you can charge $1,000 for your first package very, very quickly. We want that to bump up as you see results from your clients. So the most important thing is getting the skills first. That's why we have the certification so that when you know you have a skill that can actually get someone results, it's much easier to charge premium prices. So we would encourage people to put together like, this is my minimum package fee. So we then see people jump from like, let's say $2,000 for sales page up to five, up to seven, Up to 10. And I mean, my own copywriting mentor, I believe, charges 150 grand plus 2% of the profits of the program. So you really can take it as far as you want to take it. But, you know, suggesting starting at one to 2K per project, which, you know, for most people, when I was a lawyer, (laughs) I brought home 5K a month. I think, you know, my salary was just under 100K. So like maybe eight grand, but then taxes come out before you ever see it. So, For most people, like replacing even a professional salary can happen really fast. And then for some people, like we had a teacher who I believe it was in, you know, within around six months had fully replaced her teaching salary. And then around month eight, I believe she sent us a message and said, you know, I have a master's and in 10 years of teaching, I've never made. This much. And I was just doing it on the side. That's the other great thing about copy. Like I built my copywriting business to six figures on the side of my full time law job. So I was practicing holding down, you know, 50, 60 hour a week job and then still able to bring in eight to 10K months as a copywriter on just weekends and nights.
0: I love this. And so this is one of those premium services that we highly recommend. I think it's also beneficial. I think that I talk about all in on one service a lot. So conversion copywriters one, if you're a funnel builder, like being able to add copy, I mean, like then your funnel packages just get like outrageously amazing with prices because just to build out the funnels and the tech and then adding this copy element is massive. But then even for our ad managers that... I think it's, it would be very difficult. And Anna, you can totally correct me, but I, in my view, it would be very difficult to be a full time conversion copywriter and a full time ad manager. I do agree with that.
1: Yeah. Those are just that.
0: two, like, but learning conversion copy is just going to make your ads convert so much better. If you're the one that's writing the ad copy or even reviewing copy. Cause one of, I know I, one of my jobs as an ad manager, if something wasn't converting on the back end, it's not my job to write their funnel. But like, if I can get them better results and be like, hey, I think it's because this sucks. This sucks. Your headline's awful. The buttons are... On. like, If you know those basic things, it can help your results get better, which means then you just get paid more. And so even having the skill as a conversion copywriter, even if it's not something you're doing full-time, having those skills in order to write better copy or to help clients who have landing pages, sales pages that just aren't converting so your results are better... A tremendous skill to have.
1: I will say on that end, like right now we have an ads manager who writes the copy, which, you know, props to her that she was like willing to write copy for a copywriter, but she's crushing it. She's worked a lot on her own copy skills over the years. And it's the first time we've had an ads manager who wrote the copy for us. And even though I am a copywriter, this is part of the thing like, as business owners, we get so close to our own stuff that it's so helpful to have that outside perspective and someone who's trained. So I will say like, it is such a joy (laughs) to have someone else writing that copy. And of course, I review everything and I tweak things and make sure it reflects our messaging. But that's a huge value add to her package that no other ads manager... And frankly, the rates are comparable, but no one else has included that. So when I'm looking for who am I hiring for my ads manager, it's like, Oh, you're giving me the management and the copy. Whoa. Well that just makes it a no-brainer because it's one more thing off my plate even if I'm going to look at it all and review it like I'm not the one who's having to do it from scratch. So if you're running ads, I totally agree with you Brandy. You would not want to try to build like a multiple six-figure copywriting business with your, you know, multiple six or seven-figure ads business at the same time. But whether you're going to write the ad copy yourself or whether you want to hire someone on your team to write the ad copy you need to know what great copy is you need to be able to recognize it and that makes a huge difference on your ads results because you know the landing page and how it converts is going to be massive yep. to the results that the ads get so you know it's going to only help you to have that skill under your belt
0: And I will say the other thing is, as an ad manager who has worked with a lot of conversion copywriters, there's usually some headbutting that happens between the ad manager and the conversion copywriter. And I believe that the more you can take over the copy, the better, because this is not a bad thing. Conversion copywriters write a lot from emotion and feel and Facebook does not love that. <laughs> like just because they can say like something on uh, you know the sales page or something doesn't mean that that's going to fly with Facebook. And yes, so when you can write copy and you know how to write conversion copy, you're still able to take out some of the stuff that you know is going to break policy. That a conversion copywriter is probably going to be like. No, this is what it is. And then your clients hired them to write it. They're going to trust them. And then you have a disabled ad account that you have to deal with. And that's like a super extreme, but it happens.
1: Well, it's really not though. And that's actually something we talk to our certifying copywriters about. We don't teach ad copy specifically. We do have, we have a next level program where we have someone come in and talk about ad copy specifically for our clients who are really like building the six multiple six figure copywriting programs. But I personally only will write my own ad ad copy. I used to sell ad copy like 2017, 2018. And I just found I would actually have that conversation with the clients like, okay, let me tell you what the deal is. I'm going to write this conversion copy sales page for you. You're not going to be able to run ads to this page. <laughs> so you either need to hire me to write like a Facebook cleaned up version that, that says all the things that you're allowed to say for Facebook, but no more. Or you need to not run ads directly to this page. And I just learned to have those conversations for specifically that reason. And our copywriters know that. But to your point, Brandy, a lot of people who call themselves copywriters, unfortunately, haven't been through our program. And they don't know that. And they don't have someone talking to them about the importance of... like You can't use the same language and strategies and techniques in ads in every circumstance. You have to like, you know, some of the pushing on the pain, you may have to lean more into the pleasure and the possibility. So I think that's a great point that you're making.
0: And we spent a lot of money on conversion copywriter. She was fantastic for the sales page and everything. Mm -hmm. But when I got the copy back for the ads, and already, I'm going to say I'm super critical of anything (laughs) ads related. We've tried to hire ad manager, and I'm just not someone who can delegate that out. And I've just come to terms with that. And that's okay but I thought I could delegate out the copy and I got it back. And I was like, my ad account will be shut down in five seconds. And she knows like, but also I think there's this disconnect between, even though if you know the Facebook rules as a copywriter, as a copywriter, it's not your job to know every single Facebook rule. And especially because they're always changing. Yes. And so I do think that knowing this conversion copy is great for ad managers because then you're not going to run into this headache of dealing mm-hmm. with like, it's a headbutting thing as a service provider, you take pride in what you do. And let's say I'm running ads and you take pride in what you do. So neither one of us are going to want to be like, well, it's my fu-. like, Like it, it's no one's fault. It's just the way it is. And so it's one of those things, the more you can take control of the service that you provide yes. in terms of ads, the better. So this is a skill that is so, so helpful just because it's going to help once you start working with those clients who are higher six figures, seven figured that have a team. And it's not just like a solopreneur that has you doing everything and then taking that on.
1: Yeah. And I'll say one more thing about that, because that is precisely the reason that I don't write ad copy for anybody but myself. Because I'm like, well, if I screw up my ad copy, that's on me. You know, (laughs) It's my ad copy. But I'm not going... I just... Because I didn't want to have to keep up with the ever-changing rules. And so now when I'm writing anything for a client, I will say, hey, this is not going to be ads compliant. If you want to run ads directly to this sales page. Like I'm writing you a conversion copy sales page. Okay? It's going to crush in your emails. It's going to kill on your website. You're not going to want to run ads to this. So, you should, I literally say, your ads manager should have someone on their team or they should be qualified to understand copy from Facebook's perspective. They will need to go in and adjust this and clean it up if you want to run ads to it. I just want to be super clear about that. Because I don't want you to just flip an add-on to this and then get your account. I mean, I have those conversations with them. Yeah.
0: I yeah. think that's great. Okay. Well, Anna, this has been so amazing. So much value, even for people who aren't copywriters or have no desire. I think there's been a lot of value in this conversation. I do have a quick question. So yeah. you've talked about your program and we'll link up all that stuff in the chat. But with that being said, are there any books my, or podcasts that like, you're just like... Because I can think of a book that I'm thinking of, but I would love to hear from you. What are some of your favorite copywriting books to help people?
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, the original book that got me started, it's so good. It's by my own copywriting mentor, Ray Edwards. It's called How to Write Copy That Sells. Love it. There's one that our mutual mentor, James Wedmore, recommended to me called Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely so good. And then the third one I would say is Robert Cialdini's Influence.
0: I love Fantastic. Influence. That was going to yeah. be mine. Yeah. And then another one that I think is really good, especially it's an easy read. It's got very tactical and it depends. Like some people, they're very opinionated on this subject, but I also love Copywriting Secrets. It's under like, Russell's copywriter. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I can never think of his name. I feel like it's Dan, but I also think everyone's name's Dan. <laughs> so it may not be but
1: Dan copywriter. or Dean, one of those.
0: And so it's copywriting secrets and it's very tactical. And I like that one, especially because it's 100% all about direct response marketing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I there's those. so many great books. You could just do a Google search of like top copywriting books, books of all time. Cause there's definitely some classics that we didn't mention, but, but yeah, those are great ones to start with for sure.
0: Yeah. So we both vote. So I would say this is just your best one to start off with this influence. I love that book yeah. for so many reasons, even if you're not thinking about copywriting, that's just a great online, like it's just a great marketing book. Agree. So, okay. Well, Anna, where can my audience connect with you and learn more about what you're doing?
1: Yes. So you can head over to At Sarah Anna Powers with no H on the Sarah. So S-A-R-A-A-N-N-A-P-O-W-E-R-S. On Instagram, that's the social platform I'm probably most active on. Send me a DM. Let me know you listened. Would love to connect with you. The website is Sarah Anna Powers. I do go by my middle name. So, and then we have a guide. If you're like, "Mm, I'm not really sure if this is for me, but I'm kind of interested in it. We have a free guide to the business of copywriting. And that is available at SarahAnnaPowers.com forward slash guide.
0: Perfect. And we'll link up all that in the show notes. Thank you so much. And we'll chat soon. Thank you. Y'all, that was so amazing. Anna just dropped so much knowledge on what a conversion copywriter is, the qualities, and then also how to package your pricing with high, high value and conversations to have with clients. So make sure you reach out to her. We'll link up everything in the show notes. And until next week, y'all go out. Serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the six-figure year you deserve.
1: Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.